Quick disclaimer, all information, content, and material of this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and is for the informational purpose only and not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified healthcare provider. Welcome to the Untethered Podcast. I am your host, Hallie Balkin. I'm a certified orofacial myologist, feeding specialist, and mentor. This podcast is all about getting your questions answered and collaborating with colleagues to bring you the most up-to-date information in the orofacial myofunctional therapy, tethered oral tissue, and airway space. I challenge you to keep an open mind and join my mission to get this information out to the masses. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 97 of the Untethered Podcast. Ah, 97 episodes. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for hanging with us. We're almost at 100. It is the run to 100 over here. And I welcome you to hang with us today and learn all about Feed the Peds. So let's jump in. I'm your host, Hallie Vulcan. You know me, hopefully by now. If not, go back and listen to some past episodes and get to know me. I'm an SLP. I'm also a certified orofacial myologist, and I specialize in treating pediatric feeding disorders, especially the early years. My love are those infants and toddlers, especially those with tethered oral tissues and myofunctional, you know, concerns we need to address through their pediatric feeding therapy programs. So what are we going to talk about as it relates to feed the peds? Well, first of all, I want to just clarify that feed the peds is different than the myo membership because we've had some emails of confusion. The Mayo membership is a Mayo, a monthly Mayo learning opportunity and networking opportunity and all kinds of other fun stuff goes on in there. You get lots more than that, but that is something that's geared toward SLPs, OTs, RDHs, and DDS that want to either learn or expand their Mayo skill set. And that's really typically geared towards the four plus crowd as it stands currently in that group. Um, so that's that. That will open up again the end of March, but that's not our focus today. If you're listening to this today on Monday, February 8th, 2021, the day that it launches, the cart to feed the peas actually opens up today. It opened up at 9 a.m. So, or opens up at 9 a.m., depending on what time you're listening to this. So, and that's Eastern time. Um, if you go to feedthepeds.com, you can get all the details on the course. We also did a, a free training last week that you're going to want to go check out in our Facebook group. It's Feed the Peds. I want to be a pediatric feeding therapist. That's the Facebook group that will take you there. Um, but, you know, go check out feedthepeds.com and feel free to send us an email with any questions to support at feedthepeds.com as well. All right. So now that we've got all the logistical fun stuff out of the way, let's talk about what is Feed the Peds. Feed the Peds is basically a course on the foundations of pediatric feeding and swallowing, right? It's a comprehensive 12 week course to becoming a pediatric feeding therapist with a focus on early development. We, um, we do have a discount, 50% scholarship for students and CF. So again, email support at feedthepeds.com if that is you and you would like that discount to participate. Uh, but it's basically that grad school level course that none of us got because I think there's maybe three, unless there's a new one brewing, there's only three that I have found three universities, grad school programs in the speech language pathology grad programs that teach pediatric dysphagia. Most of them teach adults. I was taught in adults, totally different ball game, not transferable. Even the anatomy is different when we're talking about an infant and a toddler versus an adult, right? So we really need to understand that background. And so why is Feed the Peds different than other things that are out there? Well, for one, Feed the Peds is, like I said, a 12-week comprehensive course. It's all online. Everything is recorded. 
The trainings are pre-recorded, so you can watch them on your own time during the course of the week. And then there's a weekly, starting with week three, we do a weekly case study call and we review the case study that you guys got for the week. And sometimes there's, there's more than one kiddo in a case study. So what's really cool is we get to hop on together onto Zoom and we get to interact and we get to have that networking experience. We get to have that Q&A. We get to get to know each other and also get your questions answered. Now, in addition to that, there's also a Q&A post in the group every week. So you don't have to wait for the Zoom. You can ask questions related to that training that week right there on the post. And in fact, we encourage it because we want to have that dialogue going so that we can support you all as you're going through the trainings. Um, now, with that said, it is also, it's also ASHA and AOTA approved 4.05 ASHA or AOTA CEUs. And that means it's 40.5 hours. Woo, holy cow. I know it seems like a lot, but hey, you get to do it all from home. You don't have to travel. So you save time there. And the really great thing is if you dedicate maybe like a couple hours a week to the course, you're golden. Okay. So it's maybe, I'd say maybe even, let's say three hours if you plan to get on the calls live as of the third week. Um, if you can dedicate that kind of time, you are good to go. Now, everything is also recorded and you can pace on your own, all right? So we just want to make it clear, you can pace with us, you can pace on your own. You get to keep this course for life. We don't take it away from you. We have people who actually took it on took it almost a year ago, like 11 months ago, who are now re-watching it. They are revisiting the course and re-watching modules and going through it. Like one person told me they are going through the whole thing again. And I was like, that's incredible. You have access. And how cool is that? I mean, that was one of the biggest things that as I really honed my skill set over 10 years of practice and taking all the courses I could get my hands on, that was the one thing I wish was that I wish I could just go sit back during like that one hour of this course and hear that presenter speak again on X, Y, and Z, because it only applied to these two kiddos like a year ago, but like now I've got all these other kiddos on my caseload that I really feel like that information would be super helpful. And my, my PDF handout is just not cutting it. Right. So that's where like you get life access and whoo, it's, it's some good stuff. <laughs> our, our, uh, our graduates, our alumni really enjoy it. Now you also get and we'll go into like what's covered in a minute, but you also get access to our alumni group when you graduate, the FTP alumni group, which is pretty active. And so you know that those in the alumni group have gone through the course with you and they have you, they have this, a similar understanding, um, which helps shape some of the questions or framework for what we're discussing in the alumni group. Also new, our alumni now get to add their names to pediatricfeedingtherapist.com, which is a website that I own that we just purchased last year. And it's a directory for all of our Feed the Peds grads. So now when I get requests on Instagram or on Facebook or by email or phone for somebody not in my area that we don't have somebody to treat virtually, like that isn't licensed to do so and or they want in person and they're not local to us, you better believe we're giving out that website left and right. So that is that is somewhere that you would probably want to have your name if you want to promote your skills as a pediatric feeding therapist. So that's just a nice little bonus that you get and something that I maintain on the back end for all of our graduates. Um, so that's fun. All right. So what am I forgetting? I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of different things that I could be sharing with you all. Uh, but let's talk about the course itself so you guys can have an understanding about all the, the, the meat and potatoes. What's in the course, right? What, what are you teaching us, Hallie? 
Well, number one, it's not just me. I have two fabulous co-creators who are teaching the current round with me, and that is Ramya Kumar and Caitlin, um, Caitlin Sprouse. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about them first. So Ramya, it, like myself, is a speech-language pathologist. She specializes in the infant and pediatric feeding population, especially those with medical complexities. She works in the level three NICU, and she also works in a pediatrician's office that's local to her in Arizona. Um, she is really passionate about creating long-term long um, developmental and mealtime successes for patients and families. And so she is involved in ongoing education. She sits on boards, she presents, like she is, you know, very busy with uh, promoting, teaching, supporting all the things. Um, and you can read more about her at feedthepeas.com, but you should know she is a board certified specialist in swallowing and swallowing disorders. She's a certified neonatal therapist. She is a neonatal developmental care specialist. Um, she's also certified in neo neonatal touch and massage. And she also just passed her IBCLC exam. Yay. Um, so she is pretty much a unicorn. Uh, and then we have Caitlin, our other unicorn, who is an OT. And Caitlin, one of the things that Caitlin really brings to this course was we wanted to make sure that we weren't just approaching this from one domain. We didn't just want us to be an SLP teaching everybody how to do pediatric feeding or an OT teaching everybody how to do PD feeding. We wanted to marry those two professions because we have a lot to offer each other. And so this is a course for SLPs and OTs and our SLP OT students who really want to get into PD feeding. So we need the support from our team that's teaching to, to teach in a way that it works one for both professions, but two, that we consider various things as we're having this pediatric feeding disorder conversation. And so one of the things that our fabulous OT Caitlin brings to the table is her 10, she, she has 10 years of experience as a pediatric, actually at this point, it's probably like 11 years and I need to update that, but 11 years of experience as a pediatric occupational therapist. Um, but she's actually been working with children with autism and developmental disabilities for over 17 years. Um, she is she is the former director of a local outpatient uh, facility in Maryland and in, in um, Sparks, Maryland. And she, but she's currently home with her kiddos due to the pandemic. And she also is getting her, I believe it's her CLC. I have to check with her, um, but she's getting lactation credentials because she actually has some future plans in that realm. So again, you've really got, and then there's me, Hallie, uh, who, well, let me go back to Caitlin for a second. The other thing I want to add is when it comes to sensory, we all know we can't separate sensory out from motor, right? So Caitlin really brings that and drives that home with what she does. She's able to talk to, you know, sensory concerns, sensory processing. She's able to talk about our kiddos on the spectrum. In fact, that, in fact, that's, that's one of her, that's her module. She really um, is diving deep with that. So we really value her because we can't teach pediatric feeding and leave these things out, right? Unfortunately, that happens often, but that's not something we were willing to give up in creating our course. We wanted the whole, the whole kit and caboodle for you guys. Um, no leaf un, unturned. So, so yes, so that is, that is Caitlin, who we are so grateful for. Um, then there's me, Allie Falcon. I am a speech pathologist, as you guys probably know, since you're on my podcast. Um, hopefully this is not the first episode you've ever heard from me, but if it is, go back and listen to others. You'll have fun with us. 
I am a pediatric feeding specialist myself. I really prefer the infant and toddler, you know, realm as well. I also do specialize, I'm a certified oral patient myologist and I do specialize in treating myo in the four plus crowd. But what I did and what that allowed me to do was really hone in those skills and figure out how the heck to apply what traditional myo programs teach to our birth through four crowd, our kids who are not ready for a traditional myo program that requires the cognitive level of a four-year-old. And so that's also where I said, I can't teach this course without infusing how tethered oral tissues and how oral facial myofunctional disorders come into play in a pediatric feeding sense, right? If that, if that makes sense, right? So what we call it, because we all know this is, if you're dealing with a kiddo in therapy, you got a kiddo on your caseload who is under the age of four, it's not Mayo. And if someone's telling you it's Mayo, they're wrong and they're missing the boat in a lot of ways. So if they're taking your money and they're telling you that, I'm sorry, but you need to double check their credentials. You need a pediatric feeding therapist, arguably someone who's had training in Mayo, if you have concerns, myofunctional concerns about your child would be ideal so that they can treat the pediatric feeding disorder, but also work from, I say it's pediatric feeding therapy with a twist of myo, right? They work on the feeding skills. They create a treatment plan that has the myofunctional therapy goals as well as a overarching skill that we're also working to develop, right? So we're not doing traditional myo, but we're taking what we know about myo. We're taking the overall, the overall goals and every, all of our knowledge, and we are applying it as appropriate and in ways that works for a child who requires pediatric feeding therapy. Okay. So for all intents and purposes, SLPs, myo is included in our skill set. This is something that every single pediatric feeding therapist should be trained in. And it is something that we should be able to modify and apply to our pediatric feeding patients because I don't see a lot of kids with feeding disorders that don't also have myofunctional disorders. All right. So we're just going to leave that one out there right now. I know we just blew some, so there's some mind blown emojis going off in people's heads at the moment. Anyways, <laughs> now that I just dropped that on you guys, let's talk, let's have a sneak peek at what we're going to be covering in the 12 weeks. So the first module is normal prenatal development birth to six and birth to six months. And so we take a look at what happens in the womb during the earliest developmental stage, how gross motor, fine motor, oral motor skills continue to develop in the newborn stage. And then there is really a good em emphasis in uh, this module on how to approach uh, both breast and you know breast versus bottle feeding. Okay. Uh, keeping in mind, we have people with lactation credentials in here, so they can talk about that and teach about that, but they can also, we also are qualified to talk about bottle feeding. In module two, we go into normal development for this for six months to one year. And module three is also normal development, but one year to two years and beyond. Now, the reason why we spend so much time on normal development is because you cannot know or treat dysfunction if you don't know what normal is. How do you know they're deviating from the norm if you don't know what normal is? This was actually like a big mind-blowing moment for some people who were in our free training last week where we discussed needing to know normal and looking at the milestone chart I gave them because some, some of the therapists were like, whoa, yeah, I really need to learn what normal is. Cause now this is like, I'm just over here, like in awe. Yeah. A lot of programs don't teach that probably because it takes time. I understand, but at the same time, I don't understand because we cannot skip it. So any program that's trying, that you're trying to get into, if you're new to the feed feeding, the feed feeding, listen to me, <laughs> the feed feeding world, if you're new, 
you need a course that talks about normal development. So that's why we do normal prenatal and birth to six in the first module. We do normal development six months to a year in the second module. And in that one, we talk about, you know, normal, gross, fine, and oral development, again, um, of infants with a special attention to postural prerequisites, the introduction of solids and baby led weaning. And then in module three with normal development, one year to two years and beyond, we go on to talk about normal, gross, fine motor, oral motor development as well, right? But now in the toddler ages with a focus on feeding skills, like feeding skill developments, like utensil usage, adult-like rotary chew or diagonal chew, right? So we're going to go into some good stuff. Now I'm really simplifying it and I'm giving you an overview. Um, if you go to feedthepeds.com today, you will see that there is, this is all laid out for you, but about halfway down the page where we have our ASHA CEUs listed, uh, you can also download, there's a button to download a PDF that gives you it's not even everything, but it at least gives you some more bullet points on what we're talking about in each module. If you're interested, it's the objectives, right, that we submitted to ASHA and AOTA. Um, but just know that those are just the objectives and it was already super long. We go through more than what's even listed there because like I said, this is comprehensive. Um, module four is assessment. So in module four, we learn how to assess our patients with pediatric feeding disorders using the assessment forms we have created for you that you get to download and use over and over again. That's been created by our team of pediatric feeding experts. Uh, module five and six are both treatment. Yes, treatment is involved and we needed two modules for it. So in uh, module one, we, or module five, sorry, part one, of treatment, we discover where to start during your session with exercises, compensations, modifications, like thickening considerations, way to prevent aversions, all these things that so many of us fear, like, you know, creating an aversion. <laughs> and then module six treatment part two, we talk about, you know, treatment with a special focus on sensory processing and autism spectrum, spe autism spectrum, spectrum disorders. Why? Why is that a mouthful for me today? Anyway, so, um, and that's where I mentioned, you know, Caitlin comes in wherever you hear positioning, you hear um, sensory autism, you know, we're definitely pulling in OT expertise as, as it's very important to do so on these topics. Module seven is one of my favorites because I teach it and that's tethered oral tissues, tots, tots, tots. And so this is where you're gonna, you're gonna learn how to assess and treat tots in this module for these kiddos birth to four with a comprehensive plan to address that full body impact. You're gonna learn when to refer for a phrenectomy. You're gonna learn protocols for pre and post-op patients. This is a huge module and it's the one that everybody tells me they want, but no, we are not separating it out. So don't email me and ask, sorry. Um, I do have a really great colleague who's been on the podcast who teaches just a tethered oral tissue course. So if you're interested in that, check out Autumn Reed Henning's course. Um, her TOTS course was the original, like the OG. Everybody else that was after her, she was the OG and her course is the best. So definitely reach out to her or me and I can always give you the link to her stuff. Um, module eight, treating myofunctional disorders. Also me, yay, love myo. This is where we wanna recognize abnormalities of the lips, the, the lips, the tongue, the jaw, along with oral habits and how that can lead to or suggest, you know, abnormalities. What are we looking at? Why are these things off? You know, we're gonna kind of take a good deep dive into understanding oral facial myofunctional disorders 
as it relates to these kiddos, these young kiddos, and create responsive treatment plans, which is so key because it's not Mayo for these kiddos. It's pediatric feeding therapy with a Mayo twist, right? With Mayo in mind and Mayo focused maybe um, objectives or some goals that we're working on, but it's treated very differently in the under four crowd. And so you can't just take what you learn in a Mayo course and apply that to a kid under the age of four. You have to know how to do that. And that's what I'm going to teach you in module eight. Um, module nine, 10, 11, and 12 are all of our medical complexity modules. And yes, there are four modules for that because there are a lot of medical complexities. In module nine, you identify and address pediatric feeding needs with advanced issues such as prematurity, life in the NICU, neonatal abstinence syndrome. Um, module 10, we, recognize, we look at recognizing and treating feeding complications with craniofacial disorders and various other syndromes. Module 11, we learn about neurological, cardiac, and gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal, <laughs> can't talk today, you guys, <laughs> issues that we need to be aware of when assessing and treating pediatric feeding patients. And then Mod 12, we're looking at airway considerations so we have a better understanding of them in our ped feeding cases, and we're looking at instrumental assessments and the IDSI framework. So there's a lot of goodness covered in this course. And again, this is just the overview, but it's everything you need to gain the mindset, the confidence, the skill set to be, a, be able to take on pediatric feeding and swallowing patients. So at this point, really the decision is yours. If you want more info, just go to feedthepeds.com. We would love to have you. Um, we have had over, goodness, how many did I count? I'm like losing maybe 580. I think therapists, over 580 therapists went through our first three courses in 2020. This is the first time we're offering it in 2021 and we only offer it three times a year. So again, this is a 12 week course designed for any SLP or OT interested in working with pediatric feeding and swallowing patients with a focus on the foundations of early development. If that's not you, it's not for you. <laughs> okay. So that is pretty much it. Um, what I'll say about Feed the Peds is that, you know, how is it different from other trainings or courses? Unlike most trainings that cover just one specific topic and take anywhere from an hour to a weekend to complete, this is a 12-week course taught by multiple specialists in many focus areas. And there's just no other online course out there that provides the in-depth coverage or hands-on approach that we've developed in an online setting. Basically, it's first-of-a-kind learning experience. Like this is also, I talked about Autumn's course being the OG in the TOTS world. This is the OG in the comprehensive peed feeding world. We are, we have quite literally created that grad school course you did not get. Nothing else out there exists like this. So if you have questions, email support at feeds support at feedthepeds.com or go to feedthepeds.com right now because the cart is open. So you can get tons of questions answered there. Um, again, it is it is ASHA and AOTA approved and um, submitted for CEUs at the end. We do have um, 4.05 ASHA CEUs and 4.05 AOTA CEUs. So yeah, if you guys have questions, let me know. You again can email support at feedthepeeds.com or if you get this in, the, in your email, just hit reply. We'd be happy to respond. We'd love to have you join us if your goal is to get into working with pediatric feeding disorders. And we hope that this is helpful because we've had so many questions about what is this? What is this? What is this? By the way, if you're listening live, I'm also going to do a QA and a on the Facebook page on Thursday night. Maybe we'll also do it on, we could do it on Instagram, but you guys won't. Well, I guess you could see. Anyways, what we're going to do is a little mini tethered oral tissue talk. And we're going to talk about some of the myths, like our posterior tongue ties rule, uh, real. And 
you know, our tots of fad. Okay. So we're going to do this little chat and then we are, you know, I'm going to do a little like webinar thing, if you will. <laughs> and then we're going to do a Q and A for the remainder of the time to answer any of your questions. That's going to be Thursday night. I have to check the time. I want to say it's 8 p.m. Eastern time, but I could be wrong. Um, get on our email list and, um, and let us know if you have questions. You can do that by going to feedthepeeps.com backslash. Well, just go to feedthepeeps.com. You'll get on our email list that way or email Jess at support at feedthepeeps.com. I know I've said that like 50 times, but hopefully you were able to you know, write that down in your brain, especially if you're driving. Don't, don't drive off the road. All right, guys, we hope that everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful day. And we look forward to seeing you inside Feed the Peds if you are that SLP or OT in need of this. Otherwise, we will be back with some of our other fun topics on the podcast next Monday. Until then, this is Hallie signing off. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more of these Mayo Tots airway and feeding related episodes, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or pledge a small amount on patreon.com forward slash the untethered podcast. If you found value, others you know in this space will too. So be sure to share this episode on your social media platforms and join us over on Facebook, on my Facebook page at Hallie Balkan Biz, on Instagram at, at Hallie Balkan. And you can head over to the untetheredpodcast.com to grab a copy of the show notes um, where you can also subscribe to be kept up to date on the latest podcast episodes. 